So welcome back to an SR Fitness podcast. This is episode eight with Josh Gold. How are you doing, buddy? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, mate. Thanks for coming on. That's it, mate. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. I'm looking forward. Thanks for having me on anyway. No, you're uh, welcome, mate. As I was saying earlier on to you, it's a bit weird being on someone else's podcast. I know. You do your own one, don't you? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a bit, it's a bit weird, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to enjoy it. We'll have a good time. We'll have to flip it one day. I'll come on yours as a guest and I'll know how yeah, you feel. We'll get you on the mass discussion. We'll just talk loads of stuff about random shit and you'll be like, what the fuck have I got? I swear <laughs> yeah, sorry. yeah, you're fine, oh, mate. Don't okay, worry. Okay, sorry. You'll beep it out if it's bad because I swear really bad. But yeah, you'll be like, what the fuck have I got myself into here? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here. Like, I was deep. I'm like, shit. I know. I actually will be as well. So uh, basically this series is just a little bit getting to know you really um, and getting your opinions on stuff and how things are working for you. It's, it's a life, uh, you know, a fitness life with yourself. So yeah. we may as well start from the very beginning. How has this all come about that you're now in the position of, of a bodybuilder? What, what kind of triggered this? You know, it's really funny, right? So like, basically one day, I did lots of like sport growing up, right? So I did lots of like Thai boxing. I, I really liked the karate Thai boxing. It was really good. I got a bit of a, a bit of an injury. I remember and I just sort of like played golf for a year and like, mm -hmm partied with my mates and had a bit of a, bit of a good laugh and then uh, one day my mum stormed basically in my room and I think I was just lying in bed and she was like right you come in with the gym with me let's go I was like what and I'm like 19 almost 20 I was like well, I ain't going to the gym with my mum she's like no come on let's go all right anyway like my mum was that person like you know it's no way her word her word goes right mm. and I was like fucking hell this is like 2015 so she's she's like right let's go okay anyway get in there and I'm like, okay, sweet. And I didn't really know what I was doing. And the PT that was there, it was like a, a one leisure gym, which if you don't know, what you won't know what that is. Well, you might, but other people, listeners might not. But it's mm -hmm. a, you know, like a leisure centre, commercial, yeah. real commercial council gym kind of thing, you know. So um, it's got all those sort of shit machines, like the vibrating thing. Like, <laughs> you'll burn calories. Yeah. <laughs> there was a guy who was like a bodybuilder kind of guy, American football player, he's like a rugby guy. And he was like, he, he made me a little program and I went round with my mum like three <laughs> times a week. He was like, uh, you know, he was really like... <laughs> like That's mad. Like, I went training with my mum. My mum was like doing, making me do bicep curls. In the, in the, That's like, mental. No embarrassment as well to be in there with my mum. I didn't care. <laughs> so you're quite a late bloomer then, considering. <laughs> yeah, mate. Well, that's where it came from. And then if we like fast forward a little bit, I was going by myself to that gym, and then that the guy, his name's Brad. He was a nice, really nice guy. Um, he was just like, mate, you don't want to be in this gym. You want to go to like Hanley's, and this was like, apparently Hanley's was like, okay, this is the hardcore gym. So I was like, okay, cool. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go visit it. I'll go see what it's like. When I went there, it was you know, it's like the iron dumbbells that you've seen mm -hmm. in pumping iron. It was like bodybuilders, pictures of bodybuilders on the wall. Like the geezer working there was the biggest thing I've ever seen. I was like, oh my fucking God, this is scary yeah. shit. Music but, as well. Yeah. I mean, throughout that whole time, I must say that I was influenced by sort of, you know, because it's 2015. So 2015, like social media was around, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm 25. So a lot of people, like I said, women on my other podcasts, they were like doing this when they were 15. Yeah. And like, I don't know how old you are, but. They're like, I'm 20, 26. 
Oh, you're 26. So we're near enough to say, you remember when you were 15, it's like Facebook was the yeah. only thing, right? It wasn't really. And then before our time, there was MySpace. But so those people, like my friends who started at that age, they didn't, they were influenced by like bodybuilders, right? Mm-hmm. My influence, I was looking at people on Instagram, YouTubers, you know, yeah. I, like Callum Von Monga, these guys. I yeah. thought oh, these guys are really cool. Like, these are big. And I went to this gym and I was there, these guys were like, the people behind the desk were better than Callum Von Monga. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck is this kind of thing? <laughs> and I was sort of, um, sort of learned very quickly there that actually, you know, as much as I think Callum's a cool guy, it's, you know, that's who he is. He's a cool guy. He's not a bodybuilder. Sure. You know, a lot of people might think, oh, you're a tosser saying that, but he's not really, is he? He, may, he competes, but he's not Dorian Yates. Yeah, yeah, sure. It makes sense. If people who know, Dor- if all you've got to do now, if no one, no one has an idea of the fuck I'm talking about, just type in Callum Von Mongren and type in Dorian Yates, and you're going to see two completely different ends of the spectrum, right? You saw that when he brought out his Netflix show as well, didn't you? Yeah, 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 yes. Um, what the, the, um, oh, I forgot what it was called. Uh, is that Iron, called? Generation Iron, is it? Yeah, the number three where he hurt himself. Yeah. Is that yeah. it? Or is it, oh, his one actually. I haven't seen his one, but anyway, so you can see where I was sort of my influence was, it was a bit different than sort of what some people might expect. But then I went there, and that's when there was people competing in that gym. Um, and yes, so from there, that's when I, the, 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 um, it sort of just sort of changed. So I was, I was into like personal training. I was, I actually switched from doing a teaching degree to doing strength and conditioning degree. Cause I didn't want to be a teacher. I didn't want to work in a secondary school. I was like, okay. this is not for me, which was a very good degree to, to do and get. Cause you kind of set yourself up for, mm. for money in a career, but it's a career I didn't want to do. So I was like. Oh, this is more. This is more. I went. To, I was interested in, and and then that sort of spiraled to the point where I was like, towards the end of my degree, I was like, I want to compete this year. I want to compete, and this was like 2018. So I've like fast forwarded really quick, um, sort of into like 2018, where I'm like, I want to compete this year. This is the year I'm going to compete. I'm a junior. This is the last year I'll be a junior. I'm, you know, I'm I'm going to give it a go. And then I was bit by the bug. Then that's when yeah. it was like, you know, um. Yeah, that's when it. That's when it was. Holy shit! This is what I want to do. Like after my show, I was like, "There's nothing else I want to do except this. This is amazing." That's where you got the buzz for it, did you? So when you're in that gym, then, because I'm just trying to picture now. So you'd never really stepped foot in a gym. You went with your mum to a yeah. leisure centre. Yeah. At what point? There must have been a trigger point where maybe uh, someone said something or you saw something that you realised that your physique could turn into an on-stage physique. Um, I had a bit of a, <clears throat> so. Even when I was at the, le- the leisure centre, people would be like, "You're wide," you know. Like, I, I looked, I, I, I had, I had a little bit of shape. I had no muscle really. Like, I literally had no muscle. But I think it was the love for the iron. Like mm. there and then, it was the love for the iron. Like it was an outlet. Like I went from being very active, fighting, uh, not fighting on the street. I'm not trying to say I'm hard, but like you know, going yeah. to tire boxing, sparring, pushing yourself getting like I, I got more like more battered than I battered people let's say yeah. so like you know taking a hide in a fucking like off the girls and shit just yeah. getting beaten shit out by some like little kids <laughs> you know I wasn't very good but I got beaten up and and it, you were constantly pushing yourself you know it's like you do all these fucking press-ups you do all these sit-ups you fucking you beat the shit out of bags till you fucking can't breathe and then I went to like doing fuck all playing a bit of golf which yeah. I got into 
to be honest. Thought it'd be into golf, but you know, I was partying, I was smoking joints with my mates, drinking, just having a good time, as you do when you're 18 years old, yeah. right? That and kind then, of thing. And then it just spiraled into you had a bit and of a focus. Yeah, like it gave, do you know what I mean? I had that sort of mental outlet again. And I was like, do you know what? I prefer lifting weights than getting punched in the face. Because mm. originally my mum was like, come on, you get fit, get you back into tie boxing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, you know what? I think, yeah, you know, that was a little bit of the drive. But the guy who gave me a training plan when I joined the gym, gave me like a bodybuilder split, you know? Right, it was yeah. like chest, <laughs> it was chest and, sh- I think it was like chest and triceps, then he had me doing back and biceps. Then he had me doing legs. Yeah. Then he had me do, like it was like that. It was like a real bro sort of split, five day a week mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I just got in there and I just loved it. Um, so with just kind of like fast tracking then. So you yeah. you got to a point then. Did you have a coach going into that first show? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I contacted Jordan. Um, I could scale it back. Like if I if I go back to what you you did say, it was when I joined the Hanley's gym, which we had mm. the bodybuilders in is when I saw, like, bodybuilders, you know, and, like, classic guys, for men's mm. physique guys who were there, and I was like, I, I, I've seen this on the internet, I'm seeing it in real life. Like, this is, yeah. you know, that, that, that kind of sparked it. I, yeah. And on 2017, I went to my friend's show, and I watched him compete, and that's when I was like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking do it. You want and, a bit of this. And, and even then, like, I had a fight for, I had, I had a, I had a very much of an interest. I was heavily, now I look back, I can sort of see back then. I think I was just, I, I wouldn't, you know, a couple of years ago, maybe I wouldn't have been able to answer the question too clearly, but I was watching fucking like Jay Cutler videos. I was watching, um, like, I remember the thing that sticks in my head is when I watched this video of Jay Cutler and he had a series of his comeback to the Olympia, and I think mm-hmm. it was bodybuilding.com. You might have seen it. It's like uh, living large or something. And yeah. I just remember him, just this big fucking guy, talking about him, oh, I go to In-N-Out Burgers, and saying that he has to, like, keep eating. If he doesn't, if he skip, if he misses a meal, if, like, he, he will drop weight, he's constant. And I just thought, this is fucking crazy, but mm. fucking exciting. Like, yeah. what the fuck, you know? It's always been um it's always been sat by the sounds of things individual stuff for you like oh, heavily boxing do you like being in control then would you say yeah, i was shit at, i was well yeah i do like being in control that's a big thing but i um i was just shit at team sports mm. like i i played football and i would just be like te- i don't know I, I could kick the ball I, i'd have like two good things i would do but i wasn't like um I don't know. I, I just feel like I didn't. I, I just wasn't that. I wasn't good. That good. Mm. Played rugby. You know, when I was younger, I wasn't a big guy, so I just got, used to get fucking. I remember this big, tall, fucking twat, right? And he's <laughs> so big, like you know, he's like he must have been like fourteen, and we're in the under elevens. Yeah. He was fucking full pelted, and he went. And I remember his big fat dad, right? <laughs> get him on the wing, little ginger kid. You know, couldn't have been over fucking 90 pounds or something like that. <laughs> and I remember him just stampeding at me. And I remember thinking, fuck, what do I do? I'll just go in for a tackle. And I just bounced off him. Yeah, I went flying. And I remember there and then, it was Christmas time. And my mum was like, looked at me in the back of the car and she was like, you know, do you want to do you want to not go back next like next year? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like playing my <laughs> PSP, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, you know, I, I just feel like, yeah, individual sports for sure. Definitely. I think it's that being accountable, isn't it? Like yeah. everything, everything you do, you can only either blame yourself or, or credit yourself. 
yeah. I play team sports, but I do like the element of individual sports. Like I like playing squash and stuff like that because it's, yeah. oh, great. it's me. And when I do something well, it's me. And when I do something bad, I've got no one else to blame. With team sports, you can let people down, but they can let you down as well. And it's that being in control that I really enjoy. And I suppose it's the same yeah. with bodybuilding is that you know that every move you make is either credit to yourself or you're letting yourself down, but you're not letting yeah. anyone else now necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you pretty much hit the nail on the head there, yeah. Bang on. Um, but to your original question, I'm, I'm bad at doing this. Fucking just go, <laughs> just go off the bat. But, um, yeah, basically, so kind of moving on then. So obviously now you're you're trained by JP. Was it a case of you just reached out to him and wanted some help? Yeah, so I was doing strength and conditioning at university. I was teaching strength and conditioning. I was PTing. Um, and I was working at a gym. And I had a strength and conditioning coach. Uh, well, I had two at university, I had two lecturers, and they sort of like, you know, help. Uh, one was called Sean, one was called Ian Fletcher. Ian was like your typical rugby um, S&C kind of guy, you know. It's like his way, the right way, mili quite military with his mm -hmm. shit. Like, he, you know, he was like, if you write power in your in your in any of your case studies, I'll fail you. Like, I mean, he was, and he wasn't fucking joking. Like, his presence was kind <laughs> of a bit like, oh, fuck, it's Ian, everyone be on your best behaviour. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah, it's... it's he had that sort of, and he was very, I feel like um, the way that he sort of approached things was very similar to what Jordan, like how Jordan is. Not yeah. like Jordan's like, um, Jordan's like really meticulous at everything. Everything is, everything's controlled. Yeah. And I, and I remember just watching his videos and to be honest, someone who's has, who's got learning difficulties like me, I'm quite dyslexic. I find it quite hard to read and write. It took me a long time to read and write sure. uh, a lot slower than the other kids. Um, the way that he described things, he put things uh, in a, a very practical, I'm uh, sorry, a very theory-based something, and he would turn it into a very practical situation. Very good at applying the, the theory to practical. Does that make sense? Yeah, make, yeah. It's quite sense? simplistic, isn't it? Yeah. So, well, you know, it's like some of the stuff that he says, it's it's applying it, and it and it and it, make, and it makes total sense. It's like okay, you know, and he and he pulls a bit of the science, and he pulls a bit of the anecdotal stuff, and it's like. And then he, he, the way he describes it, obviously he does describe, and he uses, he's got a big vocabulary and he's like very academic. But I think that's what spoke out for me because I was literally just coming out of like that sort of academic sort mm. of speaking a bit like a robot. But then with S&C, your third, your final year, or if you do a master's S&C, it's all about how you can apply the science to a practical situation. Yeah. Because the science is great, but... It's not always practical, right? It's not. Mm. It's not always. It's does. It's not. Doesn't always work like that, you know. Um, especially in S and C, where you might have like a whole rugby team turn up for a session. You're not all going to be individually doing your one rep maxes. Yeah, yeah, of course. You're not going to do your five rep maxes because you've got 50 minutes with 25 guys. Mm. You know, like it's going to take you 50 minutes to set someone up for a warm up before. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, that's, I, I, I follow JP quite well, and it fascinates yeah. me the way his training mechanisms and kind of even just like his Q and A's on socials, how he replies yeah. to people and stuff is he's very, very fascinating. And I love watching what he does. Yeah. And is that how his coaching process comes to you? Yeah. He's coaching. So like I just reached out to him and I was like, Jordan, uh, I want to do, I didn't tell him I was a first timer because he's like, doesn't, he doesn't want to take first timers on. Right. I didn't mm. know that, but I didn't say anything. Has it changed much in the last like two or three years? Because obviously now from then it's grown quite massively well, yeah, yeah a bit more matey for sure but um 
so his process of coaching is very much like when I reached out to him, it was like, yeah, you know, just simple photos, etc., Q&A, get that sorted. When we did a prep together and I feel like I was really out of shape. Um, prior to that, accountability for me, I was that typical guy who could get in the gym, could do it all, but I needed a coach. Like, yeah. I'm a look back. I, I, I say to myself now, because obviously I've just expanded my coaching. In 2017, I needed me. Mm. I, need, I needed someone like myself to take me on and give me a year of actually this is what it takes to be a bodybuilder, Josh. Yeah. And then I would have been in such a better position now if I had done that. Mm -hmm. But I was trying to chase like four different avenues. Do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? Do I want to do that? You know, it took the prep for me to realize and go, I don't want to do all this other shit. This is what I want yeah. to do, that kind of thing. So going back to your question about Jordan and his coaching, you know, it is, it's, it's professional. If I should say anything, it's very much checking on a, checking on a Thursday or, or a Friday uh, whatever day you, you have to check in and it's very much send all your stuff over to him he'll give you some replies uh and you, you then you get your game plan and it's like off you go you know come back to me within a week if you've got any serious something that's happened i've emailed him before in the week and he's come straight back to me but yeah. you know i don't need to hassle him you know the times that i have gone back to him is when i've like fucking popped fibers in my chest and i was like oh fuck like what is that and, you know and i thought of like hurt myself badly when it's just I've popped a few fibers and just let him know sort of what's going on or I've just sent him some photos that I thought fuck that looks wicked and then he ended up posting them <laughs> that was like the first time I was like fucking hell I was like I must be look I must be all right <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely so you've been with him ever since yeah I just stuck like I, I after that prep like I say going back I was fat as fuck starting off my off season was not I was not responsive I was just piling on the food and I was just, you know, it was just, I was just, I was, I said, I gave myself 30. I went just, I just come back on holiday from my, with my, you know, she's my wife now. Um, just came back like on off holiday and was like, right, Jordan, let's start this prep. Yeah. Like 13 weeks, we can do it. Cause everyone else who I looked up to yeah. does 12, 14 week preps. Pardon me. But they are seasoned bodybuilders who, yeah. you know, who have a, have a fourth, six month off season like they've built their frames right so mm -hmm. they stay relatively lean all year round because they don't have the time to get fat as fuck um plus they don't they don't want to because they've end up just getting it down and they've only got to put on uh, you know little brush strokes they've only just got to detail their physique so anyway i was just fat as fucking i had to work man i had to fat prep was when i look back now and i i help people with their their like their diets and and, mm -hmm. and their programming i think fuck me like i was i was just really determined to get it to do it though and i had yeah. to do like stupid amount of cardio i ate very low food we took um i didn't take a lot of drugs but i just say because of how fat i was i had to take you know a fair amount of uh of drugs that we probably wouldn't we won't have to take this year around if that makes sense yeah of course um i'm not talking about injectables i'm talking about you know your, your clen i'm talking about you know anavar windstroll stuff like that mm -hmm. um that all played a part to keep trying to maintain performance. Any, any, anything. Um, let's not dive down that rabbit hole too much. I don't want to get you demonetized or anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's when we get one. But uh, you know, it was, you know, I, I, I did it, and I think I earned his respect then because when I met him at Body Power, I said, uh, you know, we had a chat, and he was like, you know, I feel. I said to him, I felt like with that prep, 
I set the bar quite hard in terms of how hard it can be. And him and Corey looked at each other and went, yeah. And I thought, well, if they're saying it, well, mm. I think it's right. And then, you know... It must have was, been uh, hardcore for them to say it. Well, it, I feel like it was just... I, I, like, it was very quickly I was doing cardio, very quickly into, like, 45 minutes of cardio every day. And it was, you know, leading to the show, it was like, right, rest days are going to have to be just pro-fat because... In fact, but I tell you what it taught me is to fucking not be an idiot in the off season and just mm. get like I, 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 you know, get fluffy, get soft, get puffy, but don't go full blown out of shape, fatso. Like it's you, it's hard to get it off. Yeah, yeah, of course. You, you that that moves quite nicely to now. Then, so yeah. how long have you been on this off season that you're Soft-man. on currently? So 2018 prep. I finished, got out of prep about November. Um, we had some time, obviously, just to like. Uh, just sort of, we, we didn't go straight into off-season, sort of like, uh, just Be sort sociable. of pumped after prep, just sort of held, yeah. you know, just you, you come off all the, all the bits and bobs that you're on, all your bits, and just sort of hold for a little bit, and I, I said to him, I want to pick things up after Christmas, uh, but I stayed with him all the way up to December, and I don't know why I did that, I was being fucking stupid, I should have just paid the money and stayed with him, because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, but then, I had that, and then, literally, I think it was, I had Christmas Day, uh, did Boxing Day and I think it was in between New Year's I just messaged him I said Josh I said John do you want to just pick things up and he was like yeah mate absolutely let's go send me some photos send me some photos he was like fuck me you've been eating a bit of junk I said oh, I've been eating a bit of junk yeah <laughs> I, was bit, I was a bit softer than he last saw me and he went you fucking donut let's get some bloods got bloods and off we went you know from 2019 you know to pretty much I think well at the minute I'm just holding um, so I would say my off season sort of finished. Uh, well, even if we're counting it, for what two and two and a half years. Yes, it's been a bit right. of time. And what yes. sort of um, what sort of weight have you put on? Well, I came. I was about one hundred and sixty pounds on stage. I'm two twenty one point eight now. Okay, so good, sixty plus. Yeah, yeah, and you know about weight. The thing is. Like with Jordan, it's quality over quantity, and he's he's drilled that into me. Mm. And I've seen that with people who like I beforehand, what I did. You look great. The scales look great. The scales look great. Yeah, but you look like a fat bastard, Josh. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, uh, what's going on up here? What the fuck are you doing? Um, you're stupid, and I had to get it off. And then I came down. I was on stage. It was like 160 pounds, like an absolute fucking wet lettuce. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know how I placed where I placed. I did came second in my first show. And I placed top six, I placed sixth, which I got into the top six of the British finals, which was a quite dense lineup. Mm. And I was like, well, fucking hell, like, <laughs> I'm fucking like this, skinny Reed. That must but, be uh, quite, quite interesting and probably something that you're really looking forward to, to once you start prep and to strip it all back and see what you've built over the last two years. Oh, mate, you fucking know, like, just today, I think I put on my Instagram story, like, as a joke kind of thing. But it's kind of a joke, but it kind of isn't a joke, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, fucking, I'm so ready to diet. Like, I am ready to diet now. Um, I'm so ready to see what's going on. Like, I look I look at photos. I'll post one later on after we get this. And it's just like, just a night and day difference of, like, thickness all over. And, mm-hmm. it's, and I just think, fuck, like, and like bodybuilders say, you don't really know if you've got it or, like, you've got some decent shape until you've built it. I can understand that now. Yeah. You know, like, I even said to Jordan now, I think, now my bodybuilding journey is beginning. And he goes, he said, yeah, it's you, you literally just beginning. What I did before was just sort of like finding what I wanted to do. And now it's beginning, if that makes sense. Mm. It must yeah. be quite, um, 
obviously physically when you're putting on 60 plus pounds it, it takes its toll but what about like mentally when you've always been used to this kind of as you put it skinny kind of um, lean 160 pound guy to then forcing weight on what's that like kind of to to do well the, the goal is uh, like come off that stage and my feedback was great structure lad you know, great stage presence. You've got everyone going. We love the routine. You don't, you don't have enough muscle, mate. Mm. Watched my first show. Or like, I came seconds, but that still counts as like sort of a W, doesn't it, really? You want, you know, W, I mean, an L. Like you kind of want to win, yeah. right? Like, And it's like you lost on size, mate. You just, you just got edged off by size. So I think the whole time I just thought, like there's just this thought of like, I, I need to put size on. So... Mm. Like the word forced, I kind of like, I have forced it, but it doesn't feel forced. Like every day I'm waking up like, yeah, I need to be better. I need to be better. You know, mm -hmm. it's like uh, that constant drive. It's kind of like subconscious drive. You know, you don't wake yeah. up and like, I have to do it. It's something I don't have. It's something that I don't have to force. It just, it, it's, I'm, I'm it's just doing the do. But in terms of like health wise, uh, you know, I don't feel like, I do feel a bit heavier sometimes. But that's only when I reach a new weight. Like the first time I hit 220, I was like, oh, all right, that feels a bit new. But then yeah. after about a week, I'm like, oh, okay, 220 is all right. My body sort of caught up with itself, you know? Yeah, I suppose because um, you're doing it gradually, isn't it? It's a yeah, it's also, you know, like Jordan says before, I was like, you know, I, 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 he was holding me for quite a long. Like I've document, I documented from once I got a stage, I've documented every week. So I've done a, a week, a video every week since I got off stage for two and a half years. And that's so, on YouTube. That's on YouTube. Yeah, I've done better. I got better at documenting it about six months ago. Well, about, yeah, about 10, about eight months ago, I got better at documenting it. More to sort of, but you can see me when I got off stage. You can even see me on stage. And every week I'll put a video out, literally, and you'll see what I'm eating, what I'm doing. And it's all pretty much the same. But the amounts of food got better. And, you know, progress hasn't just gone up like that. It's I've gone up weight. Then we've had to, like, you know, recomp. Then we have to go back up, mm -hmm. recomp, literally, you know, just in that scale. So, you know, we get taken mean, we have actually increased, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course. It's all that, it's that journey, isn't it? And you've been yeah. doing it for two plus years. It's just a constant, like, relentless thing to it when, when it comes to stuff like that. It, it sounds, yeah. it sounds lovely. Like, for myself, I'm dieting at the moment. Like, yeah. the thought of the, <laughs> the sort of numbers that you're talking, what you're eating would sound like a dream, but it's yeah. not as easy as it sounds, is it? No, like having meals at midnight, etc. Uh, yeah, there's there's plenty of times like, like, like I've had to do that. I've had to stay up for meals, but it's it's all like you think in your head. It's like the way that I think about it right now is like if I don't eat this fucking meal, then I've got an excuse in 22 weeks time that I didn't finish this grain of rice. Yeah, and if I if I do, don't place where I want it, I've got myself an excuse saying I could have a better off season. Yeah. Now, if I don't have any excuses, all I can do is shake that guy's hand and go, you fucking whip my ass. Yeah. Like, give me a year, I'm coming for you, you know? Yeah, yeah, that definitely. kind of thing. That competitive edge where if you give yourself uh, a fucking smoke screen, you give yourself excuses, and then like we be coming back, right back to the start of the podcast, you know, I'm responsible for this. Jordan mm -hmm. gives me the plan. Jordan gives me the, what we got to do, et cetera, et cetera. But I've got to do it. Yeah. You know? I've got to put the work in. So that's where I, that's kind of thing that I like because I know that, hang on, if I eat my meals, I'll get it done. 
I don't care if I've got to stay up till 12 o'clock at night, but, you know, sometimes you are tired, but when you're really driven off, the, I'm, I'm very young, so I've got that real mm. big drive, you know. When you've been doing it 10 plus years, you might feel a little bit different, but I still think it's just the way of the iron, as I call it, you know. It's got a grasp over you, and you'll do anything to keep on proving. Mm. No, that's good, mate. And I think it ties us on quite nicely to the next kind of question that I wanted to run on with your YouTube and stuff like that. Like, I think you've, you've built we're not talking huge stages the same as myself, but we've built nice followings from just being true to who you are. And obviously you come across as very serious and very particular in what you do, but yeah. it's, it's your personality that you get across. Do you think that's something that you try to get across a lot or you just be yourself? I just, I don't try. I just, that's just me. I like, yeah. It's just like, I even say to my wife, like the thing is, I reckon some people think, oh, he's putting that on. Yeah. Worse without the camera on. Like it can yeah. be, it's worse. And a lot of people, when they get to know me uh, or they train around me for the first time for a, like a, let's say like a period of weeks, mm. they turn around and they go, fucking hell, you're worse in real life. Like, <laughs> well, nice. You know, today I'm, I trained and there's a group of us training, right? Regardless of what's going on in the world. But we're, we're, there's a group of us training and they were using the term Josh energy and they were talking about drugs, right? Like, um, I don't know if it was recreational, but they said it makes you feel like Josh energy. And I was like, What's Josh energy then? Like, well, who's Josh? And they're like, you. And I'm like, what the fuck do you <laughs> mean? Like, what are you talking about? But yeah. you know, I've always been like that. I've always been that, you know, I've been, I've been a bubbly guy, you know? I mean, for crying out loud, when I, until I was about 13, I couldn't read or write. That's all I had was going for me, you know? Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> so I, to, I guess it's just me, just, just my personality. But, you know, I, I don't, I just, when I pick the camera up, I just talk to it. Yeah. And I do rare stuff. And that's how when I used to smoke weed, my mates, some of my mates, they used to call me a rare head. And I guess mm. that's what I am. I'm just a bit of a rare character and do weird, stupid stuff sometimes, I guess. <laughs> Speaking of, um, I don't think the word's weird, but different. different. Talk about your stag do. What went on with that? Oh, fuck. Well, it's not like the ordinary stag do, is it? Because you're going to go out and get fucking proper <laughs> on it. Like, but, you know, a bit like, I'm like, yeah, but I want to like... Uh, train and that so basically my mates we they all uh we usually went to for, tra for a training session all at the same gym a lot of us used to train in there when we, when we first started i worked there for a long time um and we all we all just met up again everyone who started off training we all just met up uh however i haven't realized this but when i came they were like yeah you need to put this on <laughs> and they made me wear some stupid fucking little tutu <laughs> then when i took a photo I was like, fucking that most muscular don't look too bad, does it, right? Because I was still a bit lean because we did the response and I just went back on cycle and we started pushing the food in. So I had all that volumization. So I looked yeah, a bit yeah. cool. So I was like, fucking hell, I'm going to upload that because I look sick. You know, I, was like, <laughs> I look fucking cool. You know, I'll probably look back in it in a year and think, fucking hell, who's that skinny fucking twat in the tutu? But, you know, that's, that's part that's of cool, me. It's a good laugh, isn't it? The other thing, I just can't get my nut round. It's, it don't, it's not something I've got to try to say I've tried, but you put your pineapple in the microwave. Yeah, well, the thing is, it's frozen. Okay, that and makes when sense. Buy, when you buy frozen, it's fucking like rock hard, right? Yeah. You can take a tooth out, put it in, you're going to fuck your teeth up. Plus, you know, I'm, I'm eating for purpose. I want to I get my food in. So put it in the microwave. And uh, you can't do it for too long, otherwise, like you say, have you put warm mic a warm pineapple in your mouth? It's just mush, isn't it? Well, not mush, mate. It's fucking because it's frozen. It's still got like the shape, right? 
and it's like it'll be like warm on the outside, but they're a little bit frozen in the inside. But when I say warm, it's like lukewarm, wow. like lukewarm water, and it's fucking grim. <laughs> you yeah. get the little bits at the end, and you're like, Ugh, it's like fucking disgusting. Um, but yeah, that's why because it's frozen. But you okay, do that it. that makes sense. I thought you were just nutty and you just warmed up your your no. pineapple. <laughs> I didn't realize you were taking the <laughs> Wait, the, the ice away from it. <laughs> No, you want a little bit, 20 seconds. Don't fuck it over. If you do more than 30, you've got a shit microwave, do 30. 20 seconds is usually your sweet spot. If you go anywhere over that, the, the 20 to 30 mark, you fucked it. It's going to be bad. Anything under, you're eating fucking ice cubes. So, Makes sense. And it goes soft, right? It's like a fucking sorbet. Or put it in and you can sort of crush it with your tongue. Amazing. Anabolic so pineapple. Bang. Take 20 gram of carb out your thing. Stick some fucking pineapple to make up for your, your little 20 gram of carb. Yeah, mate, you bang it in the evening, you change your life. Yeah, that, that I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'll try it. I get, it. You're, you're I get it 30 right? grams. I get 30 grams post workout. So I'll um I'll swap it for pineapple and some, do that. Yeah, pineapple's great though. Pineapple's got some um it's got some di like digestive enzymes in it. Some mm. great benefits from it. So yeah. I mean that's why in the off season. So when you go to your off season, maybe push it in your off season. See how we go, mate. See how we go. So, what's your plans then for the rest of the year? Obviously, let's let's take COVID aside, but oh, don't worry about. That. I've got COVID's not affecting me. I'm not letting it affect me. No, that's uh, good. That's a good attitude. More like, yeah, more like kind of shows and stuff like that without any cancellations and stuff. Yeah, well, let's just say COVID doesn't exist because pretty much like from the 12th, I, I'm very optimistic. It ain't fucking getting in my way. Yeah. So let's just say that I'll, I'll knock it out. I'll try to anyway. <laughs> you get beat up by little girls. You ain't beating her. Yeah, well, you know, I'm trying to act tough here. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So I'm 22 weeks out from Sunday. tomorrow. No, it's Friday today, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 22 weeks out. So pretty much going to be prepping. And that show will be on the 5th of September. Obviously, like we've just discussed, I've had a two and a half year off season, which mm -hmm. is a fucking long time. And I've been meticulous i would say that's the right word someone did comment that or send me in a message i think they said they said oh, looking forward to your prep your meticulous off season so yeah i've nailed it i've never really come off prep like i've always weighed my food out bang on we we, we are like that that's how I've, I've kept it you know i don't have really have off a scheduled off plan meal i have mm. an off plan meal when jordan tells me yeah the last off plan meal i had was christmas dinner bloody so i'm just letting like get your perspective I'm not doing it saying it because I'm hardcore. I'm just mm. doing what I'm told from Jordan. Yeah. Quite just frankly, quickly, just quickly on that point then. Um, yeah. How does that play a part with like the misses and stuff like going out for dinner, socializing? Signed up for. <laughs> she knows what she signed up for. I like that. So, at the end of the day, she knows I want to be a bodybuilder as a career. Mm -hmm. So I treat my bodybuilding like it's my job now. Yeah. So it's like, cool. I could have my chicken, rice and cheese or we could go over the road and get KFC, but that's not on the plan. Mm. So if I don't place in my show, that could have been that KFC. Now, yeah. someone might listen to that, that's fucking pathetic, but yeah. you, went, you, you talk to a footballer and you're like, he didn't turn up to five of his passing drills and he plays centre mid or something and he is not performing the way that he used to perform when he didn't miss a session. Sure, that's you a good analogy, that. That's how a bodybuilder's food goes. Yeah. Um, however, if you have a schedule off plan meal, that's what you've been told to do. That's part of the plan. Mm. So, but we don't have schedule off plan meals. Jordan has literally told me, you know, he'd be like, go and have an off like, plan meal. Or if last last year, you know, my missus' birthday, I was off season. I just said, is it possible to have an off plan meal for my for my you know my wife? Not now, she's my wife. Um, 
my wife's birthday. And he was like, absolutely. But, I, you know, I'll just stick stick to the plan. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah, good. But just, yeah, she knows what she, she's, do you know what? She, you know, this, you know, why we were married and everything worked so well with us. She's he, just as invested in me and my progress and my career as I'm invested into it. That's good. That makes sense. Being yeah, very, that's what you want. This is where the Team Massive thing came from. I would nickname us Team Massive, me and her. Mm. I'm trying to get massive, so I'll be Team. And then, obviously, now I'm like, my coach is like, Team Massive. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> it's like me and Chanel. It's unique, isn't it? It's unique. Yeah. And that's what sets you apart. Like, obviously, your beard has set you apart from everyone else. Is that coming yeah. off for a show, by the way? No, fuck that. I've got I've to shave it down, probably about here. Because when see. I do my side chest, this bit gets covered. Right, so okay. that, I've got to be yeah, able yeah. to cut it so people can see. Because I'm not going like that and then going, because everyone will be like, what's he looking at? Like, trying to, what, what's he over there? Do you know Imagine what I mean? that as your feedback. Oh, you came second because we couldn't see you. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, well, if, if they did say all oh, your beards put us off a little bit, mate, I'm going to be like, fuck. <laughs> my next show <laughs> yeah exactly for the sake of it right but, i want to i want to get on to something that i tried with someone else but i think it'd be good with you so it's like a quick fire round yeah so like a fun. this a this or that all right so if you want to give any reasonings for your answers by all means or we'll just fire through them all right so we'll start nice and easy yeah, yeah. chocolate or sweets chocolate so if you have to oh. give one up go on I was going to say dark chocolate, though. I like dark chocolate. Yeah, fair. Fair one. I'm, I'm on that lint, you know, like with a little bit of nice, like salt with caramel, orange. I just put that in my... Uh, on my cream of rice. Yeah, two squares. <laughs> two squares. What you, can I just ask, what are you dieting for? You're doing a show? Nah, a shoot. A shoot? Yeah, yeah. You, Maybe one day. Sorry, mate. You with, you with anyone? Yeah, yeah, I'm with oh. someone. Okay, are you not allowed to say? No, nah, I'm with Kieran. Kieran Colbert. Oh, okay, okay, sweet. No, I was just asking. Yeah. No, I was just, just interested. Sorry, nah, so I, I, not, I'm interviewing you now. Yeah, and I ain't got enough size to be putting on shows yet, mate, but um, maybe one day, you never know. So, if you had to give one up for a month, you can't train legs or back. Oh, man, that's a fucking hard question. Yeah, don't mess about. Started just oh, slow and man. then jump straight in. I'm going to say legs, because my legs are like, probably my best body part. Probably person-dependent, isn't it? You'd give up what? what I'll get away with it. All right, if I said to you now, shave your beard or shave your head? Oh, head's coming off, mate. Really? Fuck. Yeah, mate. Gone. I've already thought about it. I said, you know, when I get to about 250 and I look massive, do you reckon I'll be, I'll be able to pull off the meathead look? And she's like, what are you talking about? We'll just shave my head and have a beard, but I've got to be big enough to walk around in one of those yeah. fucking, you know, like the, the, the lumberjack vests? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I ball around like that. And everyone, she was like, you You're like James Hollinhead, weren't you? Yeah, like Little James. Anyone. Yeah, mini one, but I thought I'd look, I'd look a bit up, a bit tougher. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got tats? Got beard. No, I don't like no tats. Just fucking, I like possibly all up will grow out. Like I'm pretty hairy at the minute because I'm shaven. But like, keep like, grow all this out and just be like a hairy fucking like Viking or something. I just thought it'd be funny. All right, get back to food then. Burgers or pizza? Burgers. Pizza makes Burger. me pants. Oh yeah, don't have that then. Um, you got to wear a jumper in the summer or vest in the winter. Man, you know what? I could do. I could do both. I don't care. But you know, what? I hate being hot, so I'd probably just wear the vest. Go vest, yeah. Yeah. Chop off yeah. your hands or chop off your feet. Mate, you fucked at both feet. <laughs> You'd go feet. Yeah, because you can't play. It's a bit rude, but you can't play yourself. Play yourself. Okay. Cut your hands off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair play. Um, 
So, <laughs> can't believe it. I've monetized your podcast. Fuck. Yeah, we'll cut that out. That's good. <laughs> nah, um, so, vegan for a month or no social media for a month? Oh, man, I'd just do no social media. I'd, like, lose all my gains. Nah, no, you can eat protein. No, I love the man. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to like be the elite top bodybuilder. I don't think you can get off socials, can't you? For a bit, yeah. Relaxing or active holiday? Oh, fuck. probably like a little relaxing holiday, but I'd get really like, probably, like third day. I'd be like, right, let's go to the gym, let's get back onto the plan, right? Where's my, where's my plan? Where's my meals? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like, I can do it. Because I'm I'm normally like a three or four day holiday guy rather than yeah. like a two week jobby. In them three or four days, I can relax but still give an hour in the gym. I can find that balance. I think so. I'm, I'm still relaxed. I'm still chilled, but I can still do an hour in the gym. Do you know what I mean? And I'd be lying if I said the gym sessions were like you know I'm not taking my logbook. I'm just going through the motions and get a pump. Keep, you know, getting, good. getting a pump ready yeah, to get back on the beach. beach. That's it. Just, yeah. So I think that that's yeah. relaxing for me. I'm not really putting my body under much stress by trying to get top sets and stuff. I'm just yeah. kind of just doing a nice little. I, I probably wouldn't do legs to be honest. I'd probably do a little bit of cardio just to get rid of that water and and have a little pump, like you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I could right, probably right. do relaxing. Um, remove breakfast or dinner. Well, mate, if I remove any meals, I'm gonna shrink. You just have to bulk out the other ones, or just don't call them breakfast or dinner. Oh, you'd have to. Oh, fuck, man! You like it just goes against everything <laughs> ever. But uh, it'd probably be my last meal because you could go to bed earlier. Yeah. All right. Fair. Fair one. <laughs> the way I was looking at it is, I could kind of get away with not having breakfast and just do like a longer fast because I'm dieting. Yeah. And then class my first meal as like lunch, I guess. Yeah. Right, uh, I need to have my last meal. I think. Yeah. So. Money-wise, would you rather have a million pound up front or a hundred grand a month for a year? Uh, oh, fuck, it's when my maths are really going to be shit and piss poor. But you it, work, it works out. It works out more money if you take yeah. it monthly. Mate, but obviously... I'll, take, I'll take it monthly because you have more money. Yeah. Let's like, say I was only a hundred grand a month now, right? Yeah. I wouldn't change anything. Right now, right now, I wouldn't spend anything proper. Well, I might invest in something. However, I probably wouldn't actually, because I would just wait till after my show, because mm. I, don't, I don't want anything to get in the fucking way. And yeah, I would just yeah. comfortably just do everything, do my content, enjoy it, and then, like, after it, I'd be like, fucking hell, I've got eight, nine mil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. The you only reason I asked that is to kind of see mindset, because some people would go... 100 grand a month because it's more money over the course of a year some people take the meal yeah. and in potentially invest and double it in a year rather yeah, yeah, obviously I, that's I, a big I, return see that, but see that point but where i am in my mindset right now i'm focused on this show yeah so money wouldn't change anything really like, probably just take yeah, like, wouldn't have to work would, as much or whatever i would i would i would literally just be like right yeah that, that's cool that's coming in but don't talk to me about that because i want to win this yeah yeah fair and then Come September time, I'd finish my show. Like, yeah, fucking that's our win. Oh, wicked, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, fuck me. I've got nine, I've got fucking nine. Do you know what I mean? I've yeah, you've got a lot of money. Then I'd right. probably go and in, invest it, then double it, triple it, whatever it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, there and then, because when you go off, you'd have your, you'd, it'd probably help your um, 
post-show blues mm. because you've done, you've been fucking cardio focus. on it. This heightened sense of fucking thing because you're hungry and you're like, oh, what do I do now? It's like, well, you can't just go and get big because I'm in a really weak state. Mm. And you slowly put food back in. I'm like, oh shit! Just buy a chef. Just buy a chef. Cook all your food for you. Nice. This one, this one ties in quite nicely. It'd be interesting. Would you rather own your own supplement brand or own your own clothing brand? Oh, it comes that investment. If you if you earn some big dollar or you win the lottery, we'll know what's coming. Yeah, I know. Well, the thing is, I'm right now. Something I'm interested in is, is producing clothing because I like to. I, I, I obviously you might have seen my mm. get massive tops. Um, I've always been like interested in that because I want to wear clothes that I want to wear. Sure, like I want a top that says you know get massive on it and walk around with it or the microwave your pineapple. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. pineapple to get massive. Just, just I like to wear my own stuff and that's, I, that's a thing that I've done. Like I want to walk about in my get massive top mm. so right now i would say the clothing because yeah. that's what i'm interested in uh and i think though you know it'd be fun to make some tops that are quite loud I, you know mm. i'm a quite loud person probably realize being on here yeah. i want to top i'd have some of these quite loud tops that have some quite funny slogans or just me really just when wear them and and sell them, sell them to other people and get them out there. But in terms of a supplement brand right now, I feel like something like a supplement brand comes with years of knowledge, mileage. Yeah, yeah. I think mileage can't be taught. No. Like, but we get. This is, I don't know why I've got all serious, but I have right now. Mm. But like, there's going to be quick fire questions. Really yeah, I know. But um, <laughs> I'll be quick. But like, let's look at Jordan. He's been in this game 10, 12 plus years. Yeah. He's done like all of it, right? And he's he's taken his body. He's a five foot six guy, and he took himself to three hundred pounds. Which, you know, it's quite a lot of stress on his body, and this, this yeah. knowledge that he's learned with his health subs and stuff like that can't beat that. And I feel like that's if I was going to do like the supplement stuff, that's sort of the style. Something that actually is like this is you need this shit. Like if you were going to yeah. do this sport. You kind of need these stuff to like prevent any sort of collateral damage, mm. that kind of stuff. All like, and the pre-workouts that you like, my, like when you first start off, you, you must remember like you you want the pre-workout that just gets you fucking off your nerves. Right? Yeah, I've got all a few stuff there, here to be fair. And we like you end up fucking having a coffee up and having pre-workout because you're like you'll have so much fucking caffeine, but then you don't realise that caffeine too much is actually counterintuitive because it restricts the blood flow. You know, what yeah. I, I probably butchered that, but the vasodilation, whatever, um, it that can affect your pump and that can affect your performance in the gym. So, but however, I've gone now, I'm more of a guy that likes actually like 200 milligrams of caffeine and I like more of the performance stuff, the focus, the nootropics are something mm. that's going to basically, uh, that's not going to spark any anxiety. I don't really have anxiety, but the only times I've experienced it is when I've had two, something that's too stimmy. And I've experienced an injury and I'm getting back and I'm going for a five plate hack squat. And then I'm having a bit of an anxiety attack and I'm thinking I'm going to tear my TFL again. I'm going mm. to fuck myself. And then I have to just like, like fucking grow up, Josh. Do you want this or do you not? So yeah, I feel yeah. like supplement wise, something I'd probably get into as well, if I can, twisting the question now, making it my own mm. thing. I would do that after years of sort of years yeah, that, that makes sense but phil had for instance he's been in the game for 20 plus years 
And now he's got his supplement brand. Yeah, I, had like, his El, I think I had his old car team in here once. Come yeah. through. Yeah. So I didn't like, know Ronnie did fucking supplements. Oh, like, Ronnie, no, um, Fuad. Oh, Fuad, sorry, yeah. Well, yeah, his, I've seen his stuff. His, his intro worker, because he's, you know, that's the kind of thing I think it... Um, you know, like I've through this through this like um, time that I've done it, you realise that you learn things the ways that you like things. So I've been having, I was doing lots of Pepto Pro. Mm. You know, typically like like a um, uh, hydrolyzed protein. You sort of have intra workout a bit like the EAAs. Um, you know, help with muscle building, but it's fucking horrible. Have you ever tried Pepto Pro? No, never. But if you ever. Oh, mate, it's bitter as fuck. Stick to EAAs, I'm just going to say. Yeah. It's fucking awful. But EAAs work just as well. But I normally just do my EAAs and then if I can, can buy, if I've exactly. got the carbs, I'll just put a bit of intra carb in it. Exactly. So you can buy an expensive, you can buy an ex, a nice, or not ex, ex, that expensive, but like a decent EAA, you get a nice flavour to it. Mm. See what I mean? And I feel like that's something that I've experienced. So like, if I was going to now opt for a, uh, an intro product, I'd want something that has that formulated, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. The same with like your carb sources. I'm, I'm pretty sure you've had like multi-dextrin. Mm. It's really cheap, cheap, easy, but it blokes you out. And you're like, why am I so fucking bloated? Because mm. obviously a lot of blood has got to digest that. It's, it's, they're not, as, it's not as, um, it causes gastrointestinal stress, but then cycling dextrin, it doesn't take as much blood for it to digest. So you don't get those effects, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah, so no, I, that's, yeah. I agree with you, to be fair. Obviously, I've got a supplement store and I have toyed with the idea of, you know, because it's quite actually simple to do nowadays if you yeah. wanted to, to bring out your own supplement brand. But yeah. honestly, like the financial backing you need for it, as well as, like you say, the most important thing, the knowledge, because otherwise you're just bringing out the same shit as everyone else, well, putting yeah. a label on it. I whereas. I think clothing something that I, I think this is JP actually. Yeah, this is JP. Yeah, I think uh, like he's built this because it's like, this is baggy. Don't get me wrong, but like he likes the bigger clothing. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's going to fit better for the bigger guys. So I think clothing is probably something that would be more my thing than bringing out my own brand, even though I have a supplement store. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I feel like it's, you, you, you can, you can learn the knowledge, but it's the mileage to go along with Cause it's like mm. on paper, Pepto Pro is going to be better. But Pepto Pro takes the fucking arse. Like mm. we talked about at the start about theory and applying to practical. Just that's just it takes a like it takes time, right? Just yeah. To, get there, to sort of learn those things and and actually like um, take the time and the mileage to go. Actually, yeah, that's great. But fucking try that drink and try and drink that free workout. You know, you're fucking sitting there going, <laughs> no one's gonna buy your product. There's you only. Don't you don't want to drink your product it like, Fuck <laughs> it, there's you know? only so there's only so long you're going to be able to stomach it before you just stop taking it and then yeah and you might have issues with like you know you, with like gr like you might have fucking like, gut problems and stuff and mm. you don't want that you're trying to fucking pull six plates off the fucking ground and you're like sitting there going <clears throat> like you know <laughs> stomach's all fucked up it's not gonna mm. it's not beneficial right for your performance definitely mate so, yeah. so um just as like wrapping it up now then so What's your kind of aim over the next few years then with, with bodybuilding? With my bodybuilding, I want to take it to the highest I possibly can. You know, I want to go professional. I'm not chasing a pro card. When it happens, it happens. But I want to build a pro pro physique. I want to bring some ginger sparkle to bodybuilding. I really <laughs> want to be some, some sort of like, you know, I'm a big fan of posing. 
want to get in and pose and just give some. I know I'm, I'm ginger, but give some soul to bodybuilding. You know, mm. give it some, give it some soul. I, don't get me wrong; I'm not saying bodybuilding soulless. I just want to give a bit of me to bodybuilding. Yeah, it's that personality know. again, isn't it? People remember that if you can yeah, show that off. It's it's bodybuilding's helped me here and it's given me this right. It's given me some mm. heart. It's it's given me a lot. It settled me down as a youngster. I'm married now. I'm the happiest I've ever been. I want to give something to bodybuilding. I also want to, with YouTube and stuff, is document my whole process. So someone who is young can look at 160 pound Josh in 2018 and then see me in whatever year as a 300 pound fucking mass monster. And all they're not just looking at the, the pictures and then and then they go, oh, drugs. Yeah. Actually, go watch what I've done. And yeah, I'm yeah. still eating my fucking same meal, but I'm eating more of it hit like you know here and mm. i'm a big guy in the off season if that makes sense yeah yeah definitely mate. I, and you know also um helped help some people with my, with my coaching that i've expanded and that help those people who want to who want to who struggle with the accountability like josh was in 2017 mm. you know and give my energy really give that that energy that drive i've got to give something that i really love doing um that's for me anyway but yeah i want to get to the highest highs of bodybuilding I yeah, that's good man I want to know when I'm 40 plus and be like, you know, if, if I have a kid or whatever, you'd be like, look, dad, that's the fucking, or, or whatever, be an old man and be like, I was in the Mr. Olympia. And people be like, yeah, that's so-and-so. He was the fucking good body. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I leave a bit be, of a legacy behind. Well, yeah, a legacy, is especially that. It would be, be awesome. And it's like, a, it's, it's priceless. If you could leave a legacy when I die or, or you know, as an old man, uh, that's that's priceless to me. Yeah, you know? definitely, mate. Sure, especially in a sport that you fucking love. Yeah, no, 100%, yeah. mate. I wish you obviously all the best with it. And, yeah, you um, too, man. I hope your diet goes well. Let me know. Yeah, you appreciate that, mate. Yeah, of course. Look at those photos, man. I want to see you shredded. <laughs> we're, we're, it's time and place. It's coming. It's coming. That's brilliant. Anyway, it's been Stop lovely. Man, Thank you for having me on, mate. And it's been uh, lovely chatting to you. Anytime, mate. Anytime. Speak to you soon. All right. Take, take care. Bye bye. <laughs>